0: This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013.
1: Hey, everybody! Raylan Casper White here with another festive episode of X-Ray. I am here with Soap and Deb. Is that short for anything?
0: No, that's it. That's the whole. Is, thing. That,
1: the sh- is that Indian? Yes. Is it that the shortest Indian. Indian name known to humanity?
0: Uh, Dev Patel. Oh, Dev Patel's the same amount of letters. There you go. Same. I thought so, but uh, so
1: Pan shortest
0: first name, I would say.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh no, well Dev. No, that. Dev, yeah. All <laughs> no. Right. Sh- shortest last name is what yes. I meant to say. Yes. Uh, yeah. Deb's. You can't get any shorter in India than Deb. Three you letters.
1: Can't. Right. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? So what, does it mean anything?
0: I think it means uh, stairway to heaven.
1: Okay, does it it's really? Like stairs, yeah. Okay, I like I mean, mean that. Stairs. I love like such a short word has such profound meaning.
0: I mean, it might not. Like, that's what my parents told me. Okay, so you never it. I just K- never K- fact-checked that I just a... never fact-checked it. It's co-
1: comforting as a New York Times <laughs> yeah, journalist right. that you don't fact-check <laughs> yeah. fact your own name. That's right. <laughs> that's pretty funny. You're 100% Indian both sides? Both sides, yeah. Raised uh, hin, hin, Hindu, because Hindi's the language. Hindu, yeah. Hindu, you raised Hindu. Hindu. Yeah. Practicing?
0: No, I'm I'm very agnostic.
1: Are you like lap, a lapsed Hindu? Yeah, no, yeah. do they exist? <laughs> I, I, I thought,
0: you know, the, I I wish I could remember the comic that said this, but the comic, a comic once said, uh, "I'm agnostic." You know, just in case. Yeah. And that, that's me. That, that's that's where that's where I am.
1: I think people should be religious just in case. Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> just in case yeah, Jesus is our Lord and Savior, which right. he is. So when okay you? I just realized you were the culture reporter last time you were mm-hmm. on my show. Yeah, and we talked about the Trump campaign. Yeah, talked about theater mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. But now you're in sports.
0: Yeah. Uh, do they?
1: Do you yeah. have to have any credentials to fucking be a sports reporter, or could I or, be a sports reporter?
0: You don't have to have any credentials to be a reporter. Just period. I mean have to remember, right? Okay, so if you want to go be a historian, right? Right. What do you have to do? You have to go to your go to school. Ph.D. Get, get, you have to get you have to go for six years to get your Ph.D. Yes. That is not journalism. You don't learn any of that stuff in a classroom. Like we we have people that you can be a journalist. With, and by just by starting your own blog and and
1: see that's you know. fucking scary though yeah. because there are certain standards like what do they teach at Columbia School of Journalism MFA what do they teach there uh, well, it's not MFA whatever it is yeah, but, uh, Journalistic good, you know
0: it's a good question I, I think the reason that people go to journalism school are let's say you uh are a uh an accountant
1: okay okay and you okay.
0: graduate you have an undergraduate degree in accounting
1: that poor soul yeah
0: <laughs> well okay to be a journalist at that point You know, it's really hard for you to get that first job because what are your connections? Right. You're essentially paying to go to J school to get those connections. Right. So you get, because you have that path, but, but, but you might get lucky because there are other ways to break into the industry. Well, these
1: days there are, like you said, any fuck nut can be a blogger.
0: Right. The question is, can you make money off it? And that's, that's a very different question.
1: Right. right, Can anyone
0: be a journalist? Yeah. Can you make a living off it? And that number, unless
1: you're like a trashy tabloid person, you can, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, okay. so it but it, the hard part now, you know, I'm I'm, I'm joking about the times. The, the times, look, you know, I don't think 20 years ago I would have been hired there. You know, I when I got hired so there, so their
1: standards have just plummeted. Yeah, <laughs> <What> I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't. But I mean, like
0: in the in the in the in the quote unquote old days, you have to like used to go through like, okay, you're a young college graduate, you have to go to like the Pensacola Beach Times, and right, then, right, and then the Bangor, right. the Press. Detroit Gazette, yeah, right. Yeah. And you have to go, yeah. through, and you do that for like ten years, right, right, right. right. And minimum ten years, and then maybe the times would consider hiring you to work overnights on the metro cop beat. Maybe right, right. right. But I, I got hired to write about culture.
1: You got hired straight off to the culture department,
0: right from covering the Trump campaign.
1: Okay, and for NBC or something for CBS. Yeah, how'd you get the CBS gig? Who'd you fucked to get that? Uh,
0: uh, basically, what happened was um, I was working at CBS as a a uh, producer, and they sent out every four years they'll send out uh, what's essentially called a call for embeds. Okay. And so everyone in the network can apply to be a amazing. Campaign embed. And
1: you were really young, right? Because you're young now. What are you? Mean? You're like you're like thirty.
0: I'm, thr- I'm thirty one. Thirty one. Jeez. So when I got hired Christ. for the campaign, I was probably. 26 27 wow well remember though to cover a campaign and be an embed and be away for a year and right, a half right right and travel full-time you need a youngster like, who who can leave their kids to do that for you bad a year, right? parents bad parents i'd, right. do, it and I'd fucking right. do it right right but i'm who here can, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of people can't do that right people in their mid to late 20s can do but that
1: don't you think i guess you have look there are a lot of precocious people but if you're in your 20s you're covering a campaign. I don't know. I mean, wouldn't you need a lot of experience to cover that well? It's like a fast pace and putting in succinct reporting and asking. Yeah, you to, I mean, I don't know.
0: I actually... Isn't there a level of
1: maturity needed or not? I would
0: actually counter it. I would say what helped me is that I wasn't experienced in covering
1: things. Okay, so you were un, un, like, undaunted by anything. Exactly. Okay.
0: And in that I wasn't tied to anybody. Right. There was no, like... You didn't know what
1: your political opinions were.
0: <laughs> well, I, I would say that I didn't need to, like, the D.C. power structure to right. like, talk to me. I didn't care. Right,
1: didn't, right. It right. didn't
0: matter to me that I didn't know anybody. So, like... It, it's when you have when you've been in D, I've, I've met a lot of DC reporters they're all was it Hollywood have, with
1: ugly people who penned that I, <laughs> that DC's Hollywood with ugly people uh,
0: DC if you if you meet a political reporter a lot of these people that have been doing it for decades right. they think a certain way they're still stuck in well they're kind like of audience, robots yeah you know and so me I was able to me I was a little different right, right. so when you're young you can, you're you know Frankly, every campaign's different. Like, the 2016 campaign was different than 2012, and 2012 was different. Like, in 2012, Mm -hmm. Twitter wasn't a big thing. It wasn't back then. Right, You know, 2016, Twitter was driving the news, right? So, you know, in 2012, Twitter didn't exist. Right. Right? And so so every campaign was different, so being young actually kind of helped me. And then after the campaign, um, the Times, uh, we reached out to each other, and they picked me up to cover culture. Now, how the Times... The
1: New York Times came to you.
0: Yeah, it was a little bit of a mutual reach out. I love it.
1: Um, That sounds sexual.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Times, but the way the Times has viewed things recently is that if you have the talent, you know, you can cover anything. And when you get into the door, their belief is you come into the door We'll, we'll figure the rest out.
1: So it's not about knowledge about the certain department you're dealing with. It's it can just be. talent, like you're just a smart go getter. It can, it can be, you know. okay. now, You need you to ha- have a knowledge of sports to cover yeah. the fucking sports.
0: Sure, but you know we have we have reporters that have are. You know, look. I have never covered the NBA before. Oh my uh, god! Know. I never I fucking love it. this, right? You know, i would never done it, and they they were just like, "You have a, you're funny. You have a, a great voice. Okay, come. They like a little yeah. comedy
1: when you're covering sports. Make yeah, make it less dry. And
0: remember that. You know, the NBA is actually one of the funniest leagues. Of all sports, I mean,
1: how that because the people are wacky.
0: they're they're the their the personalities. Yeah, they're they trolling are. each other off the floor. They're you know trash talking each other off right, the floor. Right, they're, right, You know, Blake Griffin is an actual stand up comic. I he, don't know.
1: I know nothing okay, about so basketball. Griffin, Do they? They're not as many um, sexual assaulters as there are in football, right? <laughs> or are there equal sexual assaulters uh, in basketball as there are in football? Because football, every three minutes, someone's like rape. W-
0: there hasn't been such a bad. I'm trying to think off the top of my head okay. what the worst headline in the NBA has been in the last couple of years and. I can't think. Maybe of,
1: they're not as amped up on testosterone. You know what I mean? They're not like, oh, it's not as well, aggressive as a sport. Maybe well, I'm wrong. I don't like know.
0: Blake Griffin, who is one of the best players in the NBA, is he a young guy? Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, for NBA, twenty, he's, he's in his, he's in his, I want, I think he's in his thirties now. Oh 32, wow, 33. Jesus, and. He's a legit stand-up comic. He actually goes and he actually performs. No, no, he's based out of L.A. Oh, okay. And he actually does perform stand-up. He's a very funny guy. And who does
1: he play for? The Lakers?
0: No, the Clippers. The Clippers. Clippers. Oh no, excuse me. Sorry, sorry. He he got traded from the Clippers and now plays for the Pistons. Sorry.
1: Okay. Clearly, my expertise is showing here. That's okay. No, I don't care. Yeah, right. (laughs) Hopefully, my listeners don't. So he's a stand-up comic, not a rapist. Okay. So anyway,
0: so the times, you know, um, they so for example, our theater reporter right used to cover religion for Metro. Used to be an editor it's
1: fun. Then you can kind of mix. You and can match. kind of
0: move around because the thing is, if you cover the same thing for a long time, yeah, if you, can, in, you yeah. might get bored. Right, you know, right. it's, it might be you might have enough, you you might run out of things to say. And so the times lets you move around and try different things. But they
1: don't do that with um, the critics because I feel like theater critics have been there for fucking ever, and maybe they also they do, do need experience. This is my this is my opinion here. But I guess you could have the, the average blogger audience member who's writing a review like I liked it, I didn't like it, it was fun, it was boring, which is nice for the layman. But then you have like the Ben Brantleys of the world that have so much experience and mm. history and knowledge context. of theater he knows the context, yeah. that he can also frame and compare and maybe throw in a little Shakespearean reference in there. I don't know. It's so you give it a little right. more of a a knowledge-based review. Does that make sense? I
0: would not get hired as a theater critic.
1: Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they do, you, like, do, you do like, they have some I, sort Could of. I
0: get hired to cu- write about culture as a reporter? Yes. Right, right. Would I be hired as a theater critic? No. Could I write the occasional review of a show that I know a lot about? Okay. For example... Um, there was a play. I didn't see this play, but it existed. Yeah. Um, the G- G- general manager of the Houston Rockets, the basketball team in Texas, okay. he produced a basketball-related play. Like a musical. That, it was a play. No, okay, stage play, just a play. Okay. in Texas. Oh wow! And. And I could have reviewed that because I know a lot about basketball, right? And I know about theater, okay. But my knowledge of theater is about one one hundredth right. what ben, Br- ben Brantley has. Right, right. So it'd be, it would be it wouldn't be a good idea for me to write about you know criti- yeah. critically look at whether, whether Hades Town is a great musical or not you know what i mean is it hey ha-
1: i thought it was Hades. it's hades hades yeah okay just like the greek was a greek mythology yeah or that's the yeah i don't know i think it's a problem i think look critics are like it's a double-edged sword i get you know the good and the bad where they can make or break a fucking show and it is just one person's opinion and when you only have two or three critics for like 30 years that's also a problem so does the times do they mix it up a little bit they have a well um younger people fresh faces
0: yes but uh they're not staff like we have we have a bunch of critics
1: freelancers
0: yeah we have a bunch of freelancers right. ben brantley and jesse green are the two staffers okay. and jesse green hasn't been at the times so very long he's only been there he's been there less time than i have so okay he's been, he's been there less than two years i had time. a
1: theater critic on here adam feldman he's at a timeout yeah and i, I, I said adam are Shil- all the theater critics white and gay and he goes yes <laughs> is jesse green also gay
0: i don't know okay i don't know i've only I'll met assume him so and old.
1: we'll move from there <laughs> um, i honestly don't know I like. I mean, I'd like to be a critic because I'm a very opinionated person. But sometimes the critics get nasty, and they they try and like be fun, like nasty with their puns. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get annoyed at that. They get a little narcissistic.
0: I've done some television reviewing okay. four the times, and I did not. I do not love it. Yeah, because it's no, because it, it's hard when you have to, if you don't like the show. Yeah. It's hard to write that because I know what it's like to create something. Right? And so do you, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know what it's like to put yourself out there. And right. when, you, when, you, when you write a television show and, and CBS is broadcasting it or, NBC yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. you put a lot of yourself into that. And of it's course. now my job to say, well, good job, but can you do a little better next time? Right, you know what right. I mean? Like, no, and, it and, sucks. And I hate having to do that. Yeah. Um, um, but on the other hand, like when you, there are some things that I critique that I review because I love them.
1: Right, right. right. At the same
0: time, you know, writing those reviews brings more eyeballs to those shows. Unless,
1: like, don't go see this. Yeah, some people literally live or die by by critics. True. You know, I I will. They don't want to waste their time.
0: I think there was a time when the times could single-handedly kill a show
1: yeah i think they can still do that not i don't you? think
0: they can do that anymore okay I, and i don't know because because there's because of social
1: media right because if kim uh, kardashian likes it then fuck the times
0: right exactly right? She's like, yeah. uh, but there's so many other outlets that are now doing theater That's true. Yeah. i just don't think the times has that kind of um like single-handed one review right god show thing like the anymore. god
1: of right 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 you know? right right i don't think
0: anybody does in any field you know uh i, yeah. I, I don't think that exists Well, anymore. i think that's
1: good then yeah, Even I, though, again, there's a lot of bullshit. Like you said, the fact that a blogger, you know, anything with the internet, with this anonymity and people, anybody becomes an expert. Right. You can write anything. You can be a fucking lunatic writing right. out of a whatever.
0: I will also say, it's also rare for a Times review. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying yeah. it's rare for a Times review to be wildly out of step with the other reviews been written out, being written on a show.
1: Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so something really, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if
0: it's like, if you're reading 15 reviews of a show. Right. And 14 of the 15 are like hey, this show had a lot of issues you know they're Broadway. all gonna
1: be in agreement yeah you know then,
0: then, then there's probably something to be said about the creative value of that show because at the end of the day in the case of Broadway you're paying $100, $150, $200 at for least fun. I just you saw know?
1: Aladdin which was mediocre at best oh I liked uh, Aladdin yeah it was fine the friend like me number was uh, there, there were some fun yeah, numbers right. but I, I, were like, I liked Spongebob I thought that was SpongeBob more was creative great. Aladdin so just seemed by the numbers and the movie was horrific <laughs> did you see the I, movie? the live action? no no, I mean, I, mean, I, I mean don't. I mean don't. I mean Will Smith whole, is on Vicodin the whole time, the and very I love Will. Is
0: racist. Of well, Aladdin, you know? I, <laughs> I mean, I'm being I, honest, yeah. here. well, of
1: course, but I mean, it's just it's the whole idea of like Robin Williams and the animated one was so brilliant, and then you really have, Will Smith literally looks tired. I don't know if it's the blue makeup, it's you know, is maybe he's right. too much CBD oil, maybe that's the route he's going on. Well, let me tell you, here's the thing. Uh, my my
0: issue is you have a lot of these movies that were animated that they're now making to live action. Yes, they were. Cr- created for a certain medium for a reason mm-hmm. they're created for animation if you want to turn it into a live action film there's a, if you want to create a live action film don't just create the animated version you know, yeah. it's two different products. Right. You know, reinvented in some way. Don't create the Well, animated. this was
1: by the numbers. Like yeah. I said, literally scene to scene to mm-hmm. the fucking animated films. So and what are you doing? And it looked some of the production value was was gorgeous, but it doesn't compare. Right. And you have these tired performances. The dude Aladdin was pretty cute. I mean, I I fuck him. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was he was definitely like attractive enough. Oh, that's good. And the girl was was she was pretty, she sang, whatever. It was, you know, <laughs> I took I took my my kids and they they love it. They whatever. They wanted merch. All they gave was the fucking and they, merch. Did they love the cartoon? They didn't see the cartoon. They saw the play and then they saw the uh the Live action. Wait a minute.
0: Wait. So your kids have seen the Broadway version of Yeah, of this, they haven't seen the cartoon. And the live, but not the original no, cartoon.
1: No. No. That was my that was my gift to myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> makes me sad whenever I see Robin Williams now too. I think yeah, I'd break down and course. cry. That was one of the bad ones. When he when he went yeah. when he left the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, people like again, it's between that and David Bowie. Yeah. There were just some last 5 years. Is it 5 probably in the last 5 years right? Robin Williams didn't die that long ago.
0: Yeah, he didn't die. Right. That. Uh, Maybe be more than five it years. Might, it might be about five years.
1: But oh. it's like those greats where they're so singular and they leave. And I'm like, oh, you know, it kills yeah. me. It really kills yeah. me. Some of them are like, okay, whatever. Right. You're fine. <laughs> you know, good, <laughs> right. good luck in the next right. life. Right. Do <laughs> Hindus believe in the afterlife?
0: They believe, uh, from what I've been told... And okay I, I you have a lot
1: has been told you don't know what your your yeah, name means right. and the, yeah uh, okay you really are agnostic
0: until, uh from what I be, they believe in reincarnation
1: oh right relate. of course karma and yeah. sa- and right. samsara yeah. samsara samsara yeah. am i saying that right samsara Fuck.
0: I mean, you I mean, ask me about agnostic agnostic
1: agnostic <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um, um no you're right that's how you get locked out you're stuck in this karmic loop and and, and breaking out of it i think is samsara I don't know. I can't believe I'm telling you yeah. about can you, can you Hindu <laughs> explain beliefs. <more>? Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: can you tell me more? Oh my God! I I just you know what I you know I if you're wondering and and I and I'm gonna do like a shameless self plug right please self plug uh, you're writing
1: a book too yeah I'm writing a book about this okay about you having no knowledge whatsoever
0: but that's just it I have a book I'm writing a book about my uh uh that that is gonna come out next April uh it's called mistranslations it's coming out uh it's being published by HarperCollins. um plug. it's a it's about, um, it's about mm-hmm. my lack of, my me, my relationship with brownness. And the reason I don't know much about being Hindu is because my parents had a very toxic arranged marriage. And so when I was growing up and I was had this kind of, you know, life at home that was very challenging, right. I rejected it. I rejected brownness. I rejected Hinduism because I was like, well, what, how could, how could I subscribe to a thing that brings these two people together?
1: Right. Did you, you know? know any, um, did any of your friends have successful arranged marriage parents? yeah some of them work out yeah. really
0: well but like as as a human you are ne- you're never like well
1: yeah i you know, know. Ra- raj
0: over there has a great yeah. you know has a great Fuck him yeah 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 uh, i mean you're like well f- who cares Raj? Wait, wait, where about did, me? You did you grow
1: up you grew up in a white predominantly white neighborhood yes, or you were that's the, the other game? thing oh, i grew okay. up in new-
0: uh, howell new jersey which is right by the jersey shore area
1: okay lbi and, uh close okay you know. long beach uh, island for those yeah. that have no idea uh
0: new jersey uh and I grew up in an 80% white town. Okay.
1: Um, you're going to kill me with it's like a, tr- a drum set over uh, here.
0: It, you're, you're, it's 80% white town. And uh, so I was surrounded by white people. Right. I was surrounded by white friends. I'm going to my white friends' have Were houses. you like
1: the token? Were they like, we're friends with a brown person. We're enlightened. We're woke.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, 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 maybe. It's Very possible. Yeah, get more friends uh, that know. way. Why not? But my, my white friends I'm seeing, them, they have these... Very great relationship with their parents, right? And they have, you know, they're able to talk about their love lives with their parents, and they're like being allowed to date and yeah. and go have a social life, and their parents are buying them cars and all this stuff, right? And I'm like, wow, being white is rocks. This is great. It's I want to be white, and I kind of like internally, as I grew up in this town, uh, I grew, I internalized myself as white.
1: Do you know right, what I mean right, right? Even though
0: outwardly I was brown, internally I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a white person.
1: I remember meeting a uh, a black woman who told me she called herself an Oreo. Mm. Which was that idea? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if I offended nine million people now, but that's what she no. she said it. So I, I don't know.
0: And so and so I I so that's why I never like grew to learn much about Hinduism. I didn't grow to learn much about. Um,
1: so you uh, think it was an act of resentment? Your mm-hmm. parents were practicing; and they were more mm-hmm. into it, but yeah. you were like, "Fuck all of this mm-hmm. noise!" Yeah. I'm just going to embrace my Caucasian roots.
0: When I was young, uh, I was very into it. I used to. They used to have oh. me take uh, classical Indian vocal lessons. Right, and right. We used to go to the festival. Play the
1: sitar? Yeah, uh,
0: harmonium, which is oh, a piano. It's yeah, there. I know but what yes. a fucking
1: harmonium is. Listen, hey, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know more about Hinduism than you do. I know yeah, harmonium. I know raga that's music. Right. I love raga yeah, music. And, you
0: know, I used to sing at all the, all the pujas where the, the these religious festivals. Can you sing something for me? Yeah, that's that. I, I, honestly, I can't because I, I I honestly don't remember
1: any of the songs. Well, I just love the do 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 that, do 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 do
0: and and so it was as things got really bad in the household growing up that's when i was like no i don't want any part of this this is this is not right, who I am. right 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 and then only recently as i've entered my 30s where i have have i been like um, okay it's time to get back in touch it's time to like figure out that part of who you are so
1: you didn't have a uh, you didn't have an identity crisis or like a splintered identity you were just like I, I happen to be brown but nothing about my culture is of interest to me i'm pretty much white
0: that's that's exactly right.
1: Okay. And let me just do my work like everybody right. other... But, okay.
0: but the conflict came when I was doing stand-up, and I was doing stand-up, you know, and all I talk about on stage is being brown and the brown experience. So I'd walk off stage and be like, well, that was an act. You know, that wasn't real.
1: Yeah, it sounds like an act, because it's not like, like you're... What, yeah, you're leaning like, on that for no reason, because you're right, not really living that...
0: Uh, right. And I'd be telling jokes about my Indian parents... And they'd be totally fabricated, right? Oh wow. Be totally, yeah. And
1: and and then no
0: now, don't get me wrong, part of part of being a comedian is putting on an act. That's part of that's part of the no, deal. No, but I think but that that you, want you to have to be
1: authentic if yeah. you're making fun of your parents. You're exactly. going into India and not doing that please right. don't engineer yeah. like if right. it's not your experience.
0: Right. And so Did you that's like my a, Indian accent? Did yeah, you that like how I chimed uh, in the, with that? I've Sorry. heard worse. I've heard worse. It's not
1: that bad, <laughs> is it? I thought it was pretty good. That's not bad. Okay. Thank you, so much.
0: A couple years ago is that's when I was like, wait a minute, you know, you've been doing stand-up for years now. You can't, you know, you gotta, you gotta. If you're gonna play the brown brown card on stage, go be brown,
1: right? And go, that's what I for you, brown. You know? so it's more to serve your act <laughs> than to serve like really some sort of search for your identity. was it was, and it, was, yourself.
0: It, was a, it was more of a search for authenticity. Okay, know? and so that's when I went to India to go see my father. I hadn't seen him in eleven years. Wow,
1: so you guys weren't even talking?
0: We were in touch, but. Above the minimal, above zero. Right. You know, we check in occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but we never talked about it. He didn't know who I was. He didn't know Did like, he
1: remarry or so Did your parents divorce? No, they're still they together? No, they, they did divorce. divorce. Well, that's Divorced good. when I
0: was in high school. Um, my mom stayed in Jersey. And then in 2006, my father left for the United States. Uh, left for India, excuse right, me. Right, right. Without ever telling anybody. He just left.
1: Was he uh, escaping criminal per- persecution? No,
0: he just he just was tired of life. What was, a dick. He just kind of left.
1: Uh, without he's... even telling anybody?
0: didn't tell anybody yeah he wow. was, he was left. so uh, when
1: did you know did he call you going hey i'm in gujarat
0: essentially what happened was i hadn't heard from him in a couple weeks and and so and i and i had a very comp- complex relationship with him at the i didn't
1: time. mean to call him a dick i'm sorry <laughs> it just <laughs> came fine. out i just was i was well, angry for you yeah, go ahead and
0: then so i emailed, him, hey look are you okay like and i never emailed him i never called wow, him so when yeah. he, if he saw an email from me or a call from me he'd instantly like right call. he didn't write back and he not oh, call shit. me back so then I call. I get to leave a voicemail. Now if my father sees a missed call from me and a voicemail, he's, he's getting he's on a plane. He's yeah. getting on a plane to come to. I was in college at the time. Right, I was in right, Boston. Right, And then like a week later, I get an email from him. He's like, "I'm I'm very sick. Um, I'm I'm, I'm at the hospital. so I didn't respond. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, we could, uh, we'll come see you? What hospital? He goes, I'm not in New Jersey.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus. And I'm like,
0: oh my God. oh, Sorry, it's a hospital Philly. in New York, Pennsylvania. Right. that's what I said. That's, that's what, what I, I will head to Philly. Yeah. And he goes, um, no, I'm actually uh, I'm out of the country. I'm in India. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Were you pissed? What?
1: Or you I was shocked.
0: I was baffled. Yeah. Because I didn't know. Because we weren't close. Yeah. But I was just like, okay. That's he'll be back, move. I'm sure, in a week, maybe. Like, right, right. A weird, maybe he's doing some weird treatment or something. Right. And then I asked him, are you know, okay, when are you going to be back? He's like, uh, I'll let you know. And then he never came back. And that was 11 years. That was 11. Uh, it's Is he remarried? No,
1: no. He's just living the.
0: You have to remember, divorce is stigmatized in South Asian culture. Okay. And so. The they fact, just couldn't take it. So, anymore. like, my parents, if they were a, a, you know, a Catholic or Christian right, marriage, right. they would have been divorced within six hours. Whereas divorce so stigmatized that they stayed stay together for 30 years. Yeah. You know, like the fact that they had a divorce was pretty notable in itself.
1: Right, right, right. Um, were they shunned by their community? No, they weren't shunned.
0: It was just unusual. They're it's just, just
1: a... people are jealous <laughs> in their own shitty marriages. Um, like, good for them. It's pretty gutsy. And so
0: to get divorced, and then remarry. Oh, that's know, a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. Does it's it
1: take a... you down the caste level? I don't know. Again, I'm asking you a question about I any I, country, I, I,
0: I, I do genuinely think the caste system is still there. Right. But it's not. Look, it's not here in the U.S. It's so not as it prominent. Have, India but either? I don't think it's. I don't think so. But it still exists. Right. 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 Like, There's the untouchable. Yeah, the skin color. Um how they treat LGBTQ, you know, all that stuff. That very much is a, Oh
1: interesting. You know, that very much is a is a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I've been to India. It, it's it's one of the most amazing and, and overwhelming places you can be on the planet.
0: I yeah. Find. That's exactly how it's how I, literally the exactly masses, teeming
1: it. masses of humanity. And I think the By the way, I and I
0: went in July.
1: Oh, that's hot as fuck. I isn't mean, it? I went in July, yeah. yeah. You go to Varanasi too?
0: I dunno, I went to Kolkata. Okay. Uh, Jaipur, Bangalore for I a love wedding. Jaipur uh delhi and agra for the taj
1: okay agra's taj is fine yeah it's okay in the summer just smells uh, like human foot.
0: i was i was pretty blown away by it. no taj. it's I cool
1: just there. too many tourists i went i go I, there i look like a local <laughs> so they know no i'm kidding i loved India, but it was overwhelming in the sense of the um i love cultures india does this too and also in some middle eastern countries men straight men hold hands walk in the street there's something really beautiful about that. Mm. You see, adult men. I didn't see that. A well, lot of that, it. There's a, a lot of that? it. Men walking down the street, just friends holding hands. It's like a completely acceptable. You know what I mean? Or like it's. I don't know. I like that. There was something about it. But when you're, you know, I Indian. I don't know. Are Indians as angry as New Yorkers? Like New Yorkers are so in each other's face all the time. Everyone's angry. Or Indians, they don't. Care. They're as oblivious. So it's funny.
0: I I think I was thinking about this. Like, so there are no road rules. Yeah, I know. India.
1: It's a fucking zoo. It's a zoo when you're driving. Yeah, you're yeah. Cutting, it's, survival. And yeah. it's survival. It's yep, survival. It is. Yeah. And
0: but the funny thing is, you know, we had a driver for a lot of the trip, and he's like, you know, he's being cut off. He's doing. He's cutting other people off. Right. He's swerving and all. Yeah. That. And at no point. Did he or anybody else I saw show any sort of anger or emotion? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is part of it. This is like,
1: yeah. It's an acceptance of the chaos. Like, if yes. that
0: guy, if my driver came to New York right. and drove around, yeah. you know, I think he'd be first shocked by how much easier it is. Right. And B, he'd be like, why is everyone yelling?
1: You know? Well, I think New Yorkers, the, 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 the problem with New Yorkers is they're, they're not accepting. They've chosen to live in this aquarium, right, that's teeming. Right. But they're in denial of it, and they're frustrated by it. I'm like, but you're living here. And, you know, people are so angry that there are other humans in their space, but they want that. Otherwise, they'd live in fucking Minnesota. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Yesterday, and they also, there's an animosity there. I took one of my kids, one of my younger ones. He's not a fast enough runner for me. I always try and cross the street when yeah. it's turning red. And I'm like, let's go, Cooter Jr., and he just takes his did fucking time. Do you tell, did you tell him that? Yeah, I'm like, run across the fucking, go yeah. faster.
0: You're traumatizing the kid. You well, know that, right? so
1: we go to run on get on the train. He's just visiting, right? We go on the get on the train, and he he runs ahead, and the doors close on him, and that fucking hurts, right? And I go, wait, cooter, and then I try to open the door, and and it opens, but poor guy was smushed. Now, he's not a crier, because I I smack him if they cried, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're not fucking crying. So he was fine. We played like a stupid video game on my phone, and he calmed down, but this woman stared at me like I was being a bad mom for letting my kid run on, you know, get smushed by the door, and she stared at me the whole fucking ride. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, I had to vent on that. Mm It's just, I'm like, don't mom shame me. You're probably a monster. (laughs) The fact that I waterboard my kids has nothing to do with if their subway door closes on them. It's for
0: their own good.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, they like it. (laughs) Kids, yeah. like Kids, like- <laughs> Kids like discipline. Kids like discipline. Kids like structure. Kids, when they're let loose, they feel un- yeah. unsafe. You know right. what I mean? They right. know, oh, Ma-, you know what I mean? You
0: are a brown mom. I think you're, you realize I that, right? probably I probably. You, you are Indian mother. I so there's I any- it
1: and it's coming in right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. It always goes Irish, doesn't it? People that do Indian, it always What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And it always sounds a little bit. Um, so now you're doing the NBA thing. Yeah. So you got the New York Times job. Does it pay well? What's your salary?
0: Uh, i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna tell you my salary but is it uh, uh,
1: between 50,000 and 200,000 yeah okay that's nice that's a nice sum uh it uh
0: yeah i i I, here's what i'll say about the nba job um
1: is it just nba yeah because that's the the only sport who wants to cover fucking patank
0: (laughs) i i um i really uh it 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 beats working that's a, that's a there's a, a journalist named David Carr who died. Oh, I who, loved
1: him. He died. Yeah,
0: did yeah. David Carr before he died? You know, he was asked about what it's like to be a journalist, and he said it beats working. And this is a job that yeah, of course you write something
1: that's fun. It's sports. I'm, I, I'm and you go to all a, the games, you get good seats.
0: Uh, it's actually not that useful to be at the games oh. because you have bad. You actually don't have great seats. They don't give you good
1: fucking seats. Depending
0: on the arena, but okay. uh, Like I was at the finals this week, and you're you're at the top. You're at the very very top. That's where the media area is.
1: That sucks balls. Yeah, and, and so well, actually
0: uh, at halftime I went. And found a TV to watch the game.
1: <laughs> okay, that's really funny. So,
0: um, so uh, anyway, but I mean, I'm watching basketball, which is something I'd be doing anyway. I should, yeah, now exactly. I just get paid you're to just deal.
1: writing about who is like the last player I knew that was really good was Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's, and then he's there's okay. LeBron James. Sure, was LeBron better than Michael Jordan? Or just I would. Say, this is
0: a, this now you're stepping into like the hotbed. Okay, well, just tell know. me. I mean, I don't I, really know. I personally, I I believe that LeBron James is a better player than Michael Jordan was. Okay. With prime. So Do
1: you I mean, think the players now are on, amped up on more performance-enhancing drugs because back in the day, like, than Michael Jordan? Because I guess roids don't help you now because they're you're not looking to be built up, right? It's not about that kind of strength. It's more about agility.
0: There's always been a segment of NBA fans who thinks that the use of performance-enhancing drugs are, you know, rampant in the NBA. Okay, uh, I personally don't. Okay, you don't know. think that's happening? No, okay. I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think the NBA has a pretty good drug testing program, and okay. a couple people have been caught in it. It's With, not worth it. Uh, well, I mean, again, now of course, if you wanted to take performance enhancing drugs, I think right. if you're a multi million dollar athlete, right, you could probably figure out a way to do it. The mask, yeah, it, of course, you get the you Russians know?
1: to switch your urine out, right? Yeah. is they did in the Olympics? Uh,
0: I just, I just, but I don't know. I wouldn't have any personal. Okay, I just so. I'm saying that I don't think it's rampant, but if someday, if tomorrow some guy comes out and says, yeah, I gave LeBron right, James right. and 50 other players HGH,
1: yeah, you know, you like... It would be
0: a shocker. It wouldn't be a shocker in any sport. Yeah, That's of not course. you know, In no, any know. sport at this point.
1: Who? How good is that uh, Curry guy? Great. Steph?
0: Steve? What, the best... Chuck, what's his at name? At this point, I think it's fair to say that he's the best shooter in NBA history.
1: Oh, cool. I like the good shooters. Yeah.
0: But you know what's great? Here's what's great about Steph Curry, and to anybody who doesn't follow basketball who doesn't understand basketball, Steph like Curry me. is... If you, if you run into him on the street, he's the same height as, like, everybody else. No. I mean, he's not that tall, right? He's not, he's not, well, I'm look, Fucking LeBron three. James walks into the room, he's 6'8", 240, and he's, like, he's a presence.
1: Yeah, yeah, Steph yeah. Steph
0: Curry is, like, an inspiration for all of us who aren't the tallest guys in the well, room. how
1: tall is he? He's,
0: I would say, 6'2", six 6'2", six 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 two. Two? shorty. You know, he's a short guy. Yeah. But he's still, he will end his career as being one, of, not just the best, one of the best players in the league, right. one of the best players of all time.
1: And he's good with the three-pointers, too? Great. Or the like dunking? The he's a good dunker?
0: Uh, He's not much of a dunker. See, but he does need to be. Because
1: he's a midget. He's, he's short. He's a fucking midget. No wonder he can't dunk. you got to get, you know, you got to get trampoline in there. And I guess they also have those cool shoes now that are all more aerodynamic. They got cool. You know, right, They
0: though? do have... Everyone has their own shoe, actually. But there was a famous case... Uh, uh, in college, where Zion Williamson was, uh, who's uh, who's going to be the number one pick this year? He was wearing a shoe in a high-profile game, and, and and the shoe fell apart during a game. Oh no! Causing a huge headache for Nike.
1: Well, of course, man, a shoe yeah. falling apart yeah, was, in was, one game.
0: Yeah, that's that's not ideal.
1: No, not ideal. <laughs> they should just play barefoot. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. And it's like then you're not worried about that stuff. You, do you know about the barefoot runners? Um, what? Yeah, well, like the Olympics, they run barefoot. No, no, no.
0: Uh, there is the I'm forgetting exactly which, which, uh, which, uh, which uh, I guess tribe. I don't know. If that's okay. The name. Uh, Is it Somalia? No, no, no. It's Mexico. I want to say. Oh, really? The the native, uh, or or somewhere around that area where these uh, Native Americans have for centuries run barefoot, right? Because they believe that you know the shoes yeah you know running with shoes or whatever that actually makes you a worse runner so i'm for, sure and that's so for years they've run hundreds of miles at a time barefoot all, right yeah they, and they run them barefoot because they, and do they
1: win marathons or they 95th place without their shoe
0: well how many people are running hundreds of miles at a time yeah that's true you know okay if they, well, come new the york, com- they get enough glass and
1: syringes in their feet they're gonna be like okay maybe just for new york <laughs> we'll put on a right. pair of sketchers right right, right sketchers right. are a terrible shoe yeah, <laughs> I uh, I like I like I look I look like a duck. I'm wearing my Stan Smiths now. Ah. Um, not a lot of arch support. I, I wish I had like one of those high end Nike schmikes with air gel and like a vibrator. You know what I mean? Some sort of yeah. insertion inside. But that's I, okay. I, don't, I I've never
0: cared about what kind of shoe I wear. I just wish it was more societally acceptable to wear Velcro rather than have tire shoes every two seconds.
1: I think it's acceptable if you can be like youthful and hip. Do they make Velcro shoes for adults? All my kids have fucking Velcro. I can't teach them how to tie. I don't have the time.
0: Oh yeah, so your kids, your, your kids wear Velcro?
1: Of course they do. Because oh, also when kids are running around and they never notice when their shoelace is untied, then they you know they well, whack their face and in i the love pavement. loafers love me love oh me a good god loafer. no don't tell me that so oh, i had respect for you no loafer, uh, loafers are not right loafers oh, are man. not right especially if you're wearing without socks and you're german oh, and you're wearing so shorts
0: this is not you're talking my language
1: oh now. polo shirt maybe it's pink and you, you <laughs> own a sailboat it's yeah. just no <laughs> I, also
0: that? i went to <laughs> <laughs> i was part of the yale crew team no i'm just kidding yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> and your name is biff i mean <laughs> Sperry's, whatever <laughs> the fuck
0: my summers at the greenwich country country club l.l
1: bean yeah you're brown they would not let you
0: in that space <laughs> they, oh if I, my god if, uh, if i was doing janitorial work they <laughs> yeah exactly bring in
1: the the right. indian right um is your girlfriend brown no she's white she's white because you don't date brown women oh like, no, that's is not true me. i'm teasing that's
0: not true um no she uh she's... have you
1: ever had a brown girlfriend and long beat and a pause
0: uh it, no I'm, I'm pausing because i'm trying to mm-hmm. figure out how to how to what to how, what to divulge uh, i have yes i have okay yeah I, uh but, did uh, you
1: both bitch about your Indian identity? Was it like a common ground for you?
0: Um, the my partners did not complain about it.
1: No. Okay. I
0: think I think there were parts of it they were conflicted about. Right. Way way less conflicted than I was though.
1: It, I th- I gotta be. I'm gonna make a very blanket statement. It's very controversial. So be prepared. Yeah, here we go. I think it's well. I have, about, wait, will,
0: will I get to keep my New York Times job after this. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. will No. Nothing to do with you. This is my opi- okay. again. My my edgy opinion. And this is related to the fact that people were raving about crazy rich Asians that they made that movie yeah. and i said that they made that movie because everybody's fucking gorgeous and when you're gorgeous doesn't matter what ethnicity you are you will be elevated into society you know what i mean they were a ha- so i feel like if you're good looking you're not going to you're going to you're not going to get the same shit for your ethnic background if you're not as good looking that's just my that's cuz people are going to find you know what i mean you're going to be attractive on a different you're going to be above the okay. average human
0: counterpoint which is that even attractive you know, like what we consider conventionally attractive yes. Asian-American yes. Uh, actors and directors, right. or whatever, they were not getting those kind of roles no, for I know. 20, 30 years. But
1: I'm saying it would have been a coup if, if it was like, av- look, even average-looking white women barely get a movie. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's a new thing. Like, ooh, Amy Schumer or, you know, Mindy Kaling, you know, mm-hmm. who's I think is gorgeous, but, mm-hmm. you know, Melissa McCarthy, who's plump. plump. Yeah. And that's only because she started in comedy.
0: But I think part of the reason that's changing... Is, is not just societally, because we, we, I think we talk about it a little better now. Right, right. A little better, not yeah. too much better. Yeah. A little better. Uh, is because there's so much more places to put content.
1: Yeah, that's true, too. You You're know, right. More platforms, not more, just CBS. You know,
0: Netflix, Hulu, oh, Amazon. There's endless. Yep. You know, HBO's launching their own streaming service. Right. There's this insatiable demand, yeah. especially as more people cut the cord right you well know. it's
1: also because netflix tries to cater to every single human on the planet now that they're streaming in every country and but they will so buy man. anything so of course you're gonna have 96 shows from india you know what i mean and i mean, you,
0: I mean just recently they have i all, just watched all. a
1: hungarian soap opera Is that right? they were hot too though
0: they just recently did um always be my maybe which yeah, is yeah
1: i love i know i know i know randall park oh he you just do wrote me yeah yeah i'm gonna hopefully have him on the pockets I, me and randall go back years Go back years. So literally I wrote him on I'm I'm just new to Instagram. I can't stand that fucking shit. But I saw the movie, which was cute. It was fine. It was really cute. You know, it was fun. I love Ali Wong. I think she's fucking brilliant. Randall's fucking brilliant. And I wrote to him on the thing and he wrote back. And so now we're in touch. So it's really? it's awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. He's he's the nice one of the nicest fucking guys. He seems like it. And so talented. I'd be too. so
0: sad if he told me No, no,
1: he's so talented. I mean, there's so many
0: people that I see in like who are Alo stars that I wonder. Like, are they jerks behind the scenes? No, no, And I don't want to know. And I, I don't want to know if they're... Yeah. I'm, 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 but I'm so glad to know no, that he's... It also
1: been around for a while. You know what I mean? Like, Humble mm-hmm. Beginnings. But the movie was really sweet. It was like a rom-com. You know yeah. what I mean? But it was really cute and sweet. Mm-hmm. And um, and they're adorbs. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was another thing. There was a big Asian, ca- Asian cast. Right,
0: and shot in San Francisco. Yeah, like,
1: which yeah. I liked. I liked. Yeah, no, it was, Asians rule San Francisco. Yeah. They took it over. It's fine <laughs> with me. Right. I mean, you know. But no, Ali Wong is one of the fun, funniest comics around. I find yeah, and she's a great actor. Yeah, she's great. She's a very I mean, I look, comics get good. What's her name? Alkafina. She's yeah. a good actress too. I think yeah. she did a, a drama now. Like you know, I don't like so much of her like thing that she's ta- like you know, constant like trying to be a ra- you know rapper in her regular cadence drives <laughs> me crazy. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, but that seems a little put on. Um, but she's good too. Right. Well, y- you know, it's it's it's.
0: W- I love when I see stand ups try acting and then they're good at it because there are a lot of stand ups yeah. and acting are, are two acting are two different they stand up and acting are two different things. Different worlds. Different worlds. Yes. So there are a lot of people that are considered comedians, but they're really just
1: actors. Yes. You know? Yes, of but, course.
0: Like But it's great to see you know, Ali Wong's a brilliant on She's both a
1: brilliant women. comedian. I think it's probably easier from stand up to being a good actor than from an actor to being a good stand up. I think that's a lot harder for a good actor a to be a good, good stand-up because I, mean, I, th- yeah, I think yeah because I think it's be about being authentic. Jeremy, and Jeremy
0: Piven is now doing stand-up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know what he's I'm, looking like. Cu- I do like his hair plugs though. I think they worked out quite well for him. <laughs> I'm curious what the, what his transition has been like. Yeah, um, to 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 doing stand-up. There are two different skills, but but the difference is if you're a celebrity, if you're an A-list celebrity, right. and You show up to a comedy club on a Friday night. Yeah, it's you have this built-in kind of recognition with the audience and it's kind of easier to get laughs in that respect
1: i don't know i think they're gonna be more critical sometimes too maybe in new york clubs you know what i mean kind of like oh really you think you're gonna be you better be fucking funny
0: but the audience is also like wow i should came in and i wasn't expecting to see an a-lister no like if
1: brad pitt walked in and told jokes i just give him a blowjob but i'm saying I'd, I'd, i'd be laughing intermittently
0: Right, I mean, the thing: if Brad, Pitt, if, yeah. if George yeah. Clooney showed up to stand up New York right now, yeah, yeah, and yeah. did did five to ten minutes tonight, he would not bomb. No, it
1: you're would right. never happen. You're right; they would not. It George... would be nice to him. They would yeah. be nice to him <laughs> you know? and his wife. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, well, yeah. I wonder how uh, Maddie. Did you were you here for the Stormy Daniels? Uh, perf- how was it? Was she funny, or was it more like storytelling? She was claiming the entire time to not be a stand up comedian, but she kept leaving pauses for jokes. So, and was she getting laughs? It was a friendly crowd. Okay. Be very <laughs> diplomatic. Very diplomatic. Later, yeah. Do you have to go, honey? No, no, no. Okay, checking text. I don't yeah. know if you're getting no, just checking alerts from... Uh... Okay, no, I got you. I got you right on the... Big oh, clock perfect. there. Oh, perfect. Big clock in the sky. I think when porn stars do stand-up, I wonder what it's so appealing. It's such a masoch- sadistic, masochistic field. What, a stand-up? Yeah, so it's like, I feel like it's the biggest challenge, blah, blah. How do you do it? It's so scary. I think a lot of things that are scarier, because I, you know, I do comedy and do my live shows and all that shit. But um, why do random people want to suddenly do, st- like, Stormy Daniels? Because... What is the urge there to kind of get validity in a different world? I don't know. Yeah. I It's interesting. When I look at comics, I feel like there's two, two groups. There's people that had a really fascinating life story, you know, that can talk about it, and it's interesting. Um, and then the people that... The masses are just your average person, and you have to be a really masterful... Joke teller and really an emo- you know emotionally astute and kind of observant person like David Tell, mm-hmm. he was just an average guy. It's not like he came out of some crazy background. You know what I mean?
0: David Tell very very uh, old school in that respect. That? Yeah, he, he really, he's classic. He really cares about the craft. You know, he's a stand-up first a stand-up second yeah. and a stand-up third anything else that comes as a result of a stand-up is great but he's a stand-up you're absolutely he's right the, like here's a good example Kumail Nanjiani
1: yeah you know was he a stand-up first yeah okay He's been for a long time and okay. he,
0: a great stand-up okay Um, he doesn't really do stand-up anymore he's mostly acting
1: yeah you know. well his schedule's busy and he's making movies with his and wife and all that shit and he's great and, they're, and the yeah. films are great they're really I mean, great and he's uh, you
0: know I admire him a lot but you know uh, he's not—he's not a club comedian in the way David right. Tell is. Of course, right, of course, of course. Like I don't think—I think David Tell, if he made whatever his equivalent of the Big Sick is, yeah, if he made it, he'd, he'd—he'd be back doing on uh, being on the road for 300 yeah, days a year, a Mohegan doing, sun.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, he'd yeah. skip the Oscars for the Mohegan yeah, Sun. Yeah, no, right? but I get it. I, I get it. I, I actually genuinely think David Tell would skip the Oscars. I think, and go so. do I think you're yeah.
1: right. I think you're right. Um, so how do you juggle your? You got your your reporting. How often do you write every day? Do you got to report no. every day?
0: It depends on the job. In culture I was writing maybe four times a week. Oh, okay. And now it's two or three. Um
1: how long does it take you to write an article? Like depends. a day? I
0: mean it depends on how long the article is. I I'm a fast writer. Okay. Genuinely speaking.
1: And um, does the editor give you notes or do they just yeah, kind of so take how like it, wor-
0: you- it depends on the editor. Okay. But how it works is okay, so let's say I'm doing a feature on you. Please. I'm gonna spend <laughs> I'm gonna spend a day or two with you or whatever. Yeah do my interviews with you. I pride myself on interviews. I really do. I I put a lot of time in doing research on on them and making sure you're not being asked all things that you've been asked a million times. Because I hate that. Yeah. It's
1: lazy. Lazy reporting.
0: Right. Uh, And then, you know, I'll write it. The writing usually takes a day, like four or five hours. Okay. You know, the editor will send back his or her notes. I'll incorporate the notes, fight with the editor on whatever notes I disagree with on. And then, you know, then it goes to a second editor. You know, the second editor make sure there are no typos, and then it goes into print.
1: Okay. Uh, so you can still do that and have a lot of time to do other stuff. In theory. In theory. But why would you, in, in I theory. guess? <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> why, why would I? I, mean, okay I, I, this. I
0: I don't like not being busy.
1: Yeah, I hear you. you I'm, know, I'm a, I, I, like, a, I, yeah. if I
0: have, you know, entire, if I go like four days without writing something, I'm like. You feel naked. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. It's like, like working out. And also like, I'm in a, in a very unstable industry. Right. I'm in a very unstable industry. Um.
1: And Do you have a contract, or can you get fired at any moment?
0: Uh, don't tell my bosses this, but I okay. think I can get fired
1: at any moment. Okay, no, don't, please don't fire Soap he's so <laughs> lovely.
0: Um, no, but um, I'll tell you a story. In, in 2014, I was working for, as a producer for Al Jazeera America. Okay. Okay. I'd been working there for nine months. Uh, when they first hired me, I had just finished up a job at NBC. I was a producer for a show called Rock Center with Brian Williams, and the show got canceled. Mm-hmm. It's America, this brand new cable network. Hiring everybody says, we'll hire you. Right. Come be a producer for us. We'll offer you more money to do it. Right. Okay. And we're going to, we have $500 million of cuttery oil money behind us. <laughs> you, don't <have> <laughs> <worry>. <laughs> you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about. Work forever. Right. You don't have to worry right. about anything. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, this is crazy. This so, is amazing. This is very exciting. The job. All right. So I was in a, a show called America Tonight, which okay. was like their equivalent of like 60 Minutes, or but
1: whatever. is it like we hate America Tonight, or no, was it no, really no. like America Tonight? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and so nine months later into the job, I wake up one morning, and my friend is going to the hospital for surgery. Okay, and uh it's a, so I take him to the hospital.
1: Okay. and For whatever
0: reason, my entire morning, my email's not working. Oh fuck like, me. I'm like, that's weird. Whatever. I don't put. T- it must be a tech difficulty. Whatever. I don't put my right. I get a call from my boss. He, so Pan, where are you? Uh, well, I'm at the hospital with my friend. They're like, today I I, I have off today. I, you guys knew about that. They go, okay, you need to go to the office. Uh, we need to tell, we, we it's very important. And I'm like, uh, okay. So thank God, you know, my friend's girlfriend was there too. Yes. So, I, so I go to the office. My ID's not working. Oh shit. <laughs> they go, you have to go to the New Yorker Hotel, which by Penn Station, the next door. Right. So go to the New Yorker Hotel. Oh There's two hundred of us. Oh jace Waiting to get laid off
1: oh god yeah and that's how so so i always had that fear that sounds like a freaking g- genocide so, so the crazy
0: thing is this, this my boss was like did you get our email well no they disabled my email oh. they fired me via email
1: and they disabled him before you could get it <laughs> it's like clear your desk yeah. but i don't have a fucking desk you took it <laughs>
0: right and so anyway so ever since then i've always had now I, listen i I think I'm a valued member of the New York Times staff. Uh, they seem to like me. Every week, I like go to my boss. And say, hey, like you guys, you're still happy, with right, me, right? Right,
1: right. But there's a part of me that's like, man,
0: uh, there's. Uh, I might get
1: fired today, right? It you know, that gives, keeps you on edge. I think yeah. anybody could feel that. You I know. mean, in any startup, anybody in tech. And, and
0: if you look at journalism as 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 a uh, as an industry, I mean, every day. Just this week, Vice News, uh, Vice News Tonight, which is the show. The HBO said it's canceling it. Oh wow! Um, you know, uh, every week there's stories about journalists getting laid off or yeah, fired, or yeah, entire yeah. newspapers being shut down. And when you're when you're in the industry. Even though you're at the New York Times and you're part of a union and right. and and where our subscription numbers are up, you go,
1: well, you yeah, know, that might be you next. Yeah, it like, has been you, me multiple times. Well, you can always yeah. lean back on the comedy for a living.
0: Yeah, a very high paying, very stable. Yes, you know, the exactly. Well adjusted humans yeah.
1: industry. <laughs> right. Uh, oh my goodness. Amazing. So you you can't write an article about me now unless I play basketball. No, I or can.
0: I just wrote a piece about a, about a play this week. Um, okay, good. A piece, uh, so because I still love culture. I mean, I'm a huge. I mean, yeah, I love comedy. You can't comedy. abandon culture. No, I, I just wrote a piece about an off-Broadway play called Tony Stone, which okay. is about the Oh first... yes,
1: yes, the black woman in baseball. Yes, and, and was she playing in the men's league?
0: Yes, Negro leagues.
1: That's amazing. Yeah,
0: and I've never. I, I was a huge baseball fan growing up, I they got
1: to make a movie. When are they making the movie about that? That's good right. Question. That's happening this year. I'm telling yeah, good you. Good question. And Tate Taylor's going to direct it, <laughs> and Octavia Spencer's going to be in it. Yeah, and that'll it, be it.
0: It's a, it's a it's a it's a very good play. Um I was just shocked as someone who grew up in as a big fan of baseball and I know you a lot about know. baseball. I had no I never heard of her. In fact, that's the amazing. people that wrote the play had not heard of her well, until until this came about.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Well, Sopan, I had a delightful time talking to you. When's your book coming out?
0: Uh April 2020.
1: 2020 so you go to your have a website then. yeah come back and then yeah. plug the book yeah definitely and do we'll do a reading here we'll do stand up yeah. reading here yeah um is it big font cuz my eyesight's going
0: i'll make sure it is can you us, or yeah. given
1: like a magnifying glass to yeah, come with totally. the book i Absolutely. can't stand those fucking nooks and Kindles. Yeah. i don't i like to open a a, a volume <laughs> and you have photos you can have photos
0: we are, i don't know if we're doing photos for this one I thing
1: i was also last question i wanted to ask you was when you were on the circuit there with the trump campaign is there a lot of like sexual activity between everybody Is it just like a fuck fest at hotels?
0: Not the Trump campaign. Okay. Not the Trump campaign press corps. um, Although there was a relationship developed and they're still together. They're going to marry two of my very best friends. Oh, Um, that's nice. But it's actually funny. um, Actually, not funny. uh, In that most of the traveling Trump press corps was made up of men.
1: Yeah. So surprise, there weren't a lot surprise. of. So even
0: if 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 you and, and they probably
1: had ladies of the night come join them in yeah, hotel. I, I don't think That's so. So,
0: <laughs> um, so I, it, it was there wasn't like a lot of, like
1: yeah yeah you yeah know, okay a lot
0: of opportunity right. for that
1: okay all right just curious just yeah. wondering if I look at my next career um, <laughs> you were delightful I love you so pandemic uh, this is Raylan Casper White signing off.